Quick Stop is brought to you by Lucky Dice Games. Check them out at stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. Everybody, welcome to Click Stuff today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking, and I've got uh, David Mangrudelman on the phone. Mangrudelman, I like it. It's and, like a man, uh, a strudel, and a gosselman. Uh, it's a it's a mangagrudelman. That'll work. And uh, I've got uh, our special guest today is uh, Zach Brazier, uh, one of our uh, teammates on uh, Clickstaff. I'm so, ready to party. Are you? So uh, we've got Zach on the show today. Uh, it's been uh, about four years since Zach won a major event, and Zach won the uh, Lucky Dice Regional this past weekend. Uh, so we wanted to get Zach back on the or Zach on the show. I guess last time Zach won the show didn't exist. Uh, well, I've been on the show a few times as a guest star for the WrestleMania shows that we've oh, done. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I like been, to consider myself a bit of a cult classic, you know. Right. Kind of the uh, the guy that uh, still wrestles where they have straw floors. That's right. <laughs> you have to really know uh, wrestling to know the Zach Brazier. It's true. So, um, I was so, a Zach Brazier fan before he won everything. That's right. Before I won the Alabama <laughs> Regional. <laughs> so I think uh, Zach, you actually rounded out the team. Um, so we've won. I don't know if we've actually. Yeah, so we've won a, uh, a win a map, a trial. Uh, we haven't won a qualifier yet, um, but we've won a regular Super Q, the old version, the new version of a Super Q, uh, a Mega Super Q, uh, and now a regional and a uh, world championship. So I guess we... And, and states last year, too, didn't yeah, it, we, uh, Jason? Yeah, I won a states last year, and Jason won a oh, states. Um, I guess all we're missing is a nationals for our team, a national and a qualifier, yeah. but not really many people run qualifiers, so that one's going to be super hard to get it's to. True, true. Um, but, yeah, so congrats on your regional win. Um, Thank you. So I don't guess you've ever gotten a... Um, a full uh, interview on the show before, um, but um, we got a lot to cover today, so I'm just going to condense down your interview to the um, alligator question. Okay. Um, so, would you, Zach Brazier, rather wrestle uh, Mr. Chomps, the nasty-ass wrestling alligator? He's nasty. I've heard stories. I heard he chomped a guy's head off one time. Right. Or... Never be able to play Bizarro at his unerratted glory again. 
Oh man. So if you if you oh. beat if you beat Mr. Chops, <clears throat> Bizarro's errata comes off and he comes back into modern play. Oh nice. At but, at full three hundred points and he can be like still energy slash healed by normal yeah. means back up. But if you lose the, an alligator eats you. Ugh. <clears throat> that's a that's a tough one. I mean, honestly, I've thought about this before, and I mean, it kind of depends, I guess, on how hungry Mr. Chomps is. You know, if he's, like, not eating for a few days, I'd probably not tango with him, but, like, if he just had a good full, like, chicken dinner, or maybe a couple of them, because, I mean, Mr. Chomps is a pretty big alligator. Mr. Chomps uh, always preps like Batman. Oh, man. Oh, he, man. He, well, I mean, if that's the ready. case, I can't, beat him. I can't beat him anyway, because he's the Batman. I mean... I didn't say he was Batman. I said he preps like Batman. <laughs> oh, uh, <clears throat> no, I mean, <clears throat> I uh, I really enjoyed um, Bizarro at his uh, nastiest with an angrier's hammer back in the day. Um, and uh, I got to play that quite a bit. I actually went to the uh, my first Rock Cup back when it was still at uh atlanta i went in 2014 and um i ended up playing bizarro quite a bit i i believe i started off in the uh, semifinals that year and uh played it was like i want to say it was uh 400 points no relics or resources but at that time um war lighted just came out and you could play the entities on your team but anyway and i believe i played like two shatter stars and uh despotellus with like an adara and maybe a parallax on one shatter star and a uh proselyte or something on the other one i can't remember exactly maybe it was an ophidian but Anyway, and then in the, uh, you know, semis, I got to play Bizarro with um, Resurrection Man, which was 300, I believe, modern. And then in the main tournament, I played uh, Bizarro with Lydia and uh, didn't take Justin Piercy's disintegration beam ring, and he uh, blew up my infinity gauntlet on like turn two by rolling a natural 10 or 11 it was pretty pretty rough but anyway so you know as much as i love bizarro i wouldn't want to get eaten by a giant alligator and uh, i'd have to probably just let him let him stay where he's at all right mr chomps is going back in the cage this week good good (laughs) he's uh he's still he's still got his red armbands ready to go though Oh, I bet. I know. I know he's always ready. Yeah, he's always ready. He's got that taste what? of blood. He's he's ate a few puppies, so. Oh. Hey, Zach, what'd you play in the 2016 Rock Cup? So, 2016 Rock Cup, I went um, in the first, like, semi-qualifier round or whatever. I played a um, Brainiac Skull Ship and a... 
uh, Felix Faust because he was actually he had been illegal, but then they like brought him back or something like that. I forgot they banned him from Rock, but then like right before Rock Cup, they like were like ah no, don't ban him. We'll just bring him back, whatever, because they hadn't banned like any pieces from the Rock. I think at that point. And so they brought Felix back in. So I ended up playing, I think it was like um, Brainiac with the full um, City Dial and uh, D20 Felix Faust. And then... Well, the semis you played, the, just the uh, just the Skull Ship, you played my Super Qualifier team. It wasn't until the finals that you played Faust. Okay. Well, I thought I I thought I had him on my team. I can't remember exactly because one of the days there was like a four hundred point tournament. I think it was the first day. Maybe it was semi. It might have been the semis or the because I played three rounds that year. Yeah. Uh, um. The semis was four hundred points. Um. Limited. Rock, limited. Or modern age. Yeah. Right. It was limited. And so I think in the four hundred point when I did play Felix, but then. I think in the 300-point modern for the uh, regular regionals, I want to say I just went ahead and played the same team that I played in the finals that year for the quarterfinals or whatever. I thought you played Night Tickles in the... uh... Oh, yeah, I did play Night Tickles. That's right. I sure did. (laughs) I sure did play Night Tickles. Yeah, I remember because that's Uh, what I was going to play. And then you ended up getting enough points. Against Krangs and stuff like that. And I ended yep. up getting second in the um, last chance super queue and, and getting a semis by, so I scrambled right. for points to the finals. You're, you're right. So I played Night Tickles, and then I played the uh, Skull Ship with, I think, Felix Faust. And then I think I played, uh, and then, of course, I played the same team, exact team Dan did in the uh, Rock that year. We both made top 32. Actually, all three of us that year made top 32. David, you were playing the Quinjet with Proteus. You were playing yep. Projet. I remember um, we had a lot of praise on the show because you literally walked in, played quarters all the way top 16 of the top cut and finals. Yep. I grinded it out. All I had was 20 points in a dream. And that's all it took. Hey, sometimes that's all you need, man. 20 points in a dream. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it went Skull Ship with Pandora's Box. Then you played Night Tickles, which was Nighthawk Overdrive, General Lane, and two Clarions. Yeah, that sounds right. And then because you had double tickles, double tickles. Yeah, because the whole the, goal, the whole goal was you could come out out with everything on Crane and then go Blades' his ass to death. Right, and Nighthawk and, was on and the also team outsiders. Yeah, an yeah, Outsiders with a 25-point Nightwing. Yeah, and the 25-point Nightwing to cover your butt even if he came adjacent to you by Outsider. <laughs> right, and I'd just be like, meh, you don't get any pluses anyway. And then there were only like two Krang teams. <laughs> right. But the only but two, the up, two Krang teams met in the last round as, you know, four and O's. I want to say right. that there was actually, I want to say that in that particular round or that, that regional or whatever, that, that part of that uh Rock Cup that year, I think it was five rounds, and then like the top half of the cut got into the the finals out of that or something like the top thirty two, and I want to say I went four and one with Tickling Tickles. Yeah, it was a fun team. It did some tickling and some tickling. That's for sure. So, 
But no. So. Uh, but yeah, if if I was gonna unerata any piece of of any set, it would definitely be making Bizarro playable at at least up to two hundred points and letting him heal back off of Steel Energy again. Because um, I mean, that's what actually made him a threat. Really, um, three hundred points. I didn't really care as much. Like I never did play him solo with like just him and the Infinity Gauntlet or just him by himself with book of the skull or whatever but um but yeah i would i would definitely like to have him back yeah good stuff so um so for the i guess we can hop into the rest of our uh, huntsville coverage um so uh huntsville had a regional this past week uh 19 players so it was five rounds of Swiss, top eight cut. Um, so I guess we can kind of go through. I'd like to just we haven't done this in a while. Just go through the uh, the top eight uh, teams. And, See the, uh, the 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 nineteen players. I feel like doesn't give that tournament really the justice it deserves because there were like multiple top level hero clicks players like at that tournament like yeah i mean you had uh three world champions um multiple super q regional state winners wko winners uh pretty much everybody in the top two-thirds of the tournament had won something right and and if you (laughs) if you just want like visible proof go and look at majestic's um list of the top 10 players and you'll see that the top four on the list were there in attendance that day. So, I mean, so what like, other tournament other than, like, Nationals or Rock Cup or World Championships is going to have the top four players from the Majestic's Power Ranking list at that tournament? You know what I'm saying? So it like doesn't 20, happen often. 20% of the field was top ten players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. So it it was the competition was stout. So yeah, I had my uh, just like me. I'll cover my I'll cover my day with one sentence. Was I had my one day of the year that I did terrible, um, and that's it. (laughs) Yeah, your roles were uh, your roles were rough. I I think it's it started in our game because we played first round, and then it just you just never got. Your dice were just so cold, man. They were just like they were really cold to you. Yeah, they they were pretty terrible. Um, but yeah, I mean the, the the tournament itself. Easton was there. PJ, me, Adam, um, and then even uh, off of the top list, there was uh, uh, Lane, uh, Warren. So you had six of the top fifteen there. Probably yes. Like yeah, because they were they were honorable mentions on Will's list. Yeah, uh, both Lane and Warren were. So I mean, yeah, the the competition was pretty rough, man. And then you had, I mean, and like, Warren's a like world champion. Saying, yeah. I mean, right? Yeah, he was one of the ones we had. And then you know you had like Randy, who's won multiple events and things like that. So I mean, mm-hmm. like there were. There, I mean, Bob won a states last year, so there was lots of like winners there. Yeah. So, 
But let's talk about the awesomeness, and that was Zach winning and Dave getting third, a fourth. Um, so, third slash fourth. Yeah, third slash fourth. You did get your semifinals by, though, Dave. <clears throat> Oh, oh Zach yeah? got a semifinal. What? You got your semis final by. I did. I, I don't think he did. He did. I, he did because only, you got you got the finals by for winning the regional. Right. And then there's a semis final by for second place. It couldn't go to Easton. It couldn't go to PJ. So it went to you. Oh. I are you serious? That. Yeah. I had no idea, dude. I was just happy to get fourth place. So that's like a, this, is an, this is an important part, uh, important point then to uh, uh, pause and thank our sponsors of Lucky Dice Cafe and The Rock. <laughs> and Howard, right. Howard just recently posted um, an update to the rockcup.com website that includes all of the winners and all of the current finals buys and semifinals buys uh, from Super Q and um, regional wins. And uh, you are on there. Holy Thanks. crap! That is awesome. <laughs> so, Thank you, Howard. That. Check out uh, <laughs> check out check out rockcup.com, and uh, we appreciate uh, Lucky Dice and The Rock for sponsoring uh, Clickstaff. Heck yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't even realize that was an implication of that whole situation because I was kind of sad because I'd already had a semifinals buy from winning a. Um, event in Lexington that was a side event that they uh, had, had, I guess, paid some extra money to be able to get a uh, semifinals by and some other stuff with a win a map side event. Um, so I was already technically in the semifinal, but um, yeah, you, you know, should, I knew you should about have winning. enough. Uh, you should have an, You should get points in your account whenever all of the accounts are launched later this year. That'd be cool. Check yeah, way to go, Zach. You can use them. Uh, use them on some sweet merch or something. Well, yeah, yeah. Buy yourself a sandwich at the uh, cup with it. Heck yeah, might buy a couple sandwiches. I also got that two hundred dollar travel voucher for winning that event. And so as long as I go back to the cup, yeah, <laughs> right. I can redeem that. I'm gonna try my darndest. I mean, I got my only thing is. Um, it's like right around my son's birthday, so I'm gonna have to try to figure all that out. That's the biggest. He has more birthdays. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and I mean, I have gone every other year for the last like four years, so this would be like my third time going to the Rock Cup. This is your on. You didn't go last year, so this is your on year to go. Well, all right. So my the first year I went was in Dragon Con. The second year was at the hotel in Atlanta. Out or the. Second time I went, anyway, was at the hotel in Atlanta, where I guess it was for like the last four years. And then this year, it's of course going to be at Lucky Dice. So I'll have been to three different Rock Cups if I can go, which I'm just going to assume I can. I'm going to do everything in my power to. And uh, but anyway, so I'll have been to three different Rock Cups at three different locations. So yeah, so, interesting. Uh, so let's run through y'all's days real quick. Um, I'm not going to get a lot of. Uh, uh, use I don't think out of so just tell us your team and uh, so let's start out with Dave if you're ready just uh, tell us your team and give us maybe three highlights from your day um let's see uh, I played prime dead well not prime Deadpool I started the force with um just the rare Deadpool that free phases so I played uh lockjaw I played Deadpool I played 
uh, Mini Shredder, and I played Ironheart with the full teleport with Wolverine, Cyclops, Iceman, Superman, Spider-Man, and now I'm going to forget that last person. When they were part- oh, Green Arrow. <laughs> Green Arrow. There it was. Um, it was How could you team. forget one-armed Ollie? I, you know, man, I just like, I don't know. Um, so I was, let's see, highlights, uh, had a tough game against Randy Carter that I just won, like, on the last turn. Um, I hit a, uh, pulse wave with Lockjaw, rolled a 10, knocked everybody back, put my own prime pull onto his last click, and almost killed him. Um, luckily he had one more click than what I thought he was gonna have at the... At the time, I was freaking out when I rolled the 10, but I, I'm not going to prob into something else. Um, he's played an awesome stilt man team. I called out a Green Arrow, uh, and uh, as soon as I like had Green Arrow on the board, they were like last round, and I used them to kill a all-new Wolverine call-in. Um, and I I did my damage correctly to where I had just enough damage. If, if she hadn't got hit with knockback, Green Arrow wouldn't have killed her. So... That was helpful. Uh, highlight number two, um, it took really crappy dice, like super, super crappy dice for Easton, but I finally did get to beat him. <laughs> and then um, in the top eight, I had a really awesome game against Warren Jin, and uh, I felt pretty lucky to come out on top, but it was a really fun game. Would you say and you, I was the only uh, pers- you came out with lucky dice? <laughs> I would say so. Um yeah, I was the only person to beat Warren all day, so. Nice. You ended his day early. And what was fun is that uh, Warren was playing a, an entire team, save for the shield card, that is post-rotation. Yeah, that's so, awesome. So can, can, I get, can I get one more highlight? I'm sorry. Yeah, go for it. I was going to say, my, my biggest highlight of the day, though, was whenever Lane and Dan weren't having a great day, that me and Zach were able to step up and represent the team well. And, um, you know, so even though they didn't individually have great days, because everybody has their off days, at least the team came out, like, doing well. So that was my biggest highlight of the day. Might I say, representing for the clicks all across the world. <laughs> dang Zach if yep. you had prepped a little bit more you might have had a better rap on here than Mike check oh dang hey mine was freestyle bro mm-hmm. <laughs> we need Zach and Mike check to have a rap battle over hero clicks now oh, oh my god hero clicks rap I'm... battle I could I could dig it that would have to involve me getting a little bit liquored up probably though I <laughs> we can handle that for you I'm bet so, Zach, you tell, do it. You, t- t- tell us your team for the day, uh, and probably give us uh, maybe like five highlights. Okay, so... And, and one of your um, highlights uh, is not allowed to be beating me in the round one. What? <laughs> Can we talk about one of my highlights being me coming across with that Surter after you missed him with like three probs? <laughs> that, that was a good time. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so I'll leave that out. But anyway... Um, Even though he just totally did it. <laughs> but anyway, we won't get into the details of all that. We won't talk about that. That's fine. I don't want to. I don't want to bring up any like you know P- PTSD or anything here. We don't want none of that going on. Um, so essentially, my my road to victory was was really tough. Um, my team 
was Unimind with two Eternals. Um, I had Makari and Thena as my uh, two Eternal choices. And then I played um, Nighthawk Prime and, uh, let me see here, Main Forced, the Symbiote equipment, the um, Supreme Intelligence on Unimind, and then I had a uh, Surter and Carnage on their Colossal Retail clicks. Um, then my sideboard, I had four IDs. I had a level seven ID, had a green arrow ID, storm ID, and a Wolverine ID. Um, for my level seven, I had both uh, Nick and Hulk ready to go, depending on the matchups. I kind of wanted to play Hawkeye, but I didn't get my hands on one, and really there were no matches that I felt like he would have been my choice go-to anyway necessarily out of what I played so it, it, it worked out okay um, and then for my Storm ID I played the uh, WizKids Marvel um, LE Storm the running shot pulse wave uh, top dial and then uh, Wolverine I played the uh, super rare Wolverine at uh, 50 points so I could call him in with Nighthawk Prime if need be and then my arrow ID, I obviously played one-armed arrow because he's what you play. So that, that's pretty much my team. Um, it's really, really similar to the team that Dan won Worlds with. A um, few pieces changed, made a little bit of a difference, but overall uh, pretty much the same team. Um <clears throat> The my matchups for the day, of course, I played you, Dan, in round one, which was which was I was nervous. Uh, I've never beat you in a big event, and we play like first every Thursday at just regular Hero Clicks, and I like never beat you there. Either. So, <laughs> like, Dan's like probably I don't know fifty and one against me or fifty and two. I might have beat him in a sealed one time, so he he pretty much thumps me every time we play but uh but his dice were not favorable that day so i got him then i played tyler spees i think in round two or pj i played one in round two and one in round three um i think it was tyler spees round two and then pj round three warren jen um in round four he was my only loss for the day um and that was actually a really close game um Time got called, and I had um, he'd won the map, so I had last turn, and I picked hypersonic speed with Macari off of Macari, and did some perplexing with Unimine to be able to go across the map, and I was going to try to uh, kill his Mora McTaggart, which had already taken like. I think uh, she pushed herself once, and then she'd taken a click off of a pulse wave from Storm in the game. So she's like two clicks down, so I only had to deal like maybe three to her to kill her. Um, but I rolled a one for my breakaway roll with Hypersonic. Um, so I just sat there, and then the game was over, and he ended up beating me by like 15 points or something like that. It was it was a uh, marginal victory, but, but he did get me. Um, and then fifth round i played bob murdoch 
and then I was four and one, got into top, um, played against a newer player, Chris, uh, oh, Chris something, or I can't remember the, the, the fellow's last name, but anyway, um, he was playing a shredder team, um, with clone and mini, and then, uh, ended up beating him then i played pj again should be chris cruz zach chris cruz okay i just couldn't remember his name i haven't played he's him before. playing shredders yeah he was playing shredders chris cruz yeah that's, it was chris cruz i believe that's that sounds right i just i've never played him before never really ran into him at an event so he's not somebody that i really know but i mean i'm sure he's a great player he played fine um about the only thing i mean he could have maybe rolled a little bit better his his dice weren't the greatest and i i rolled really well in the in the finals um i rolled good all day but in the finals i mean i was if i didn't hit shape change i was hitting super senses and like i think i hit it on a six one time when like there was a precision strike and i missed my shape change roll like it was my dice were just like coming up when i needed them to but to be, to be uh anyway fair, you you hit it on a superman flurry from yeah, boxing probably. soup so you didn't get shape change and the only way out of it was a six on pre- uh, precision strike on your super senses yeah yeah and i watched you nail it with rock dice the same rock dice that pj used to hit you with so it's true yep and it well he hit me i think so the first attack hit me, I believe, and it knocked me on to, which I still had Nighthawk Prime at that point in time, so he couldn't, like, perplex up his damage or do any kind of silly stuff, but um, he hit me with the first attack, I believe, and I didn't, because uh, he knocked me on to my uh, running shot pulse wave click with that. And then my second one, I uh, hit Super Senses, or, or vice versa. Maybe I hit the first one, I hit Super Senses. The second attack, I didn't. But anyway, uh, enough to, to leave it to where I wasn't on my stop click, and uh, I was able to uh, pull that one out, um, which one of the cool things in that matchup, I, I guess PJ didn't realize it, but I was on click number four on the Supreme Intelligence, and... Uh, had in cap and uh had in cap and and uh oh super senses from the S- supreme intelligence and uh he ended up pushing his lockjaw to pick i want to say maybe shape change or whatever so he well it didn't push him he put a token on him to pick the power rolled a six and then course i automatically break away with unimine because i had the symbiote on him and uh pretty much got to where i had a shot on lockjaw hit him with the end cap and popped his lockjaw at full six gem tokens so that was pretty uh that was pretty exciting um like i said i don't think he realized that i had the end cap off the uh supreme intelligence but yeah anyway. i mean i don't i don't think that that particularly mattered um, that he that he rolled the six. Um, I think you know. If otherwise, he had to do something with Lockjaw, right? Right. Uh, I mean, he, that well, turn, he, that, he, turn, that turn he had to do something with him. So I believe he'd actually use Lockjaw to call in that Superman ID. Actually, is maybe what maybe when he yeah. put the 
that sounds token right. on him to do was to call in the Superman, and then of course I was able to hit my six on my super senses. So you know, right. I mean, he uh, statistically had me beat, but uh, with my rolls, I was able to escape and and get out of there. And then my final match was against Easton. Um, I actually had Easton pretty early on. I uh, he he over kind of overextended i felt like with his unimind and uh was was playing aggressive he popped my uh he popped my carnage and my surter but uh whenever he did that he kind of left himself open to a uh to an arrow and uh i called in arrow and he missed both his shape changes and super senses and, of course, I could perplex up my arrow because he didn't have Nighthawk. He was playing uh, Lockjaw. And so I pretty much one-shotted his uh, Unimind on, like, turn three or something and uh, popped him. And then uh, turn four, I uh, ended up, I was able to uh, kill, I think, Makari. And he still had Thena on the map, or maybe maybe the vice versa. I can't remember which one I killed, but anyway, and uh, he kind of did some moving and placing and stuff. And um, I ended up goofing around a little bit and uh, trying to whittle away his lockjaw with my Unimine, just one <laughs> attack at a at a time. And we were up on some elevated terrain, and he ended up pulse waving. To be fair, to be fair, I was okay with this, but this next thing, I almost body slammed you through the table. <laughs> so, so he ended up, he ended up pulse waving. Yeah, I remember that part. Rolling doubles, rolling doubles, knocked Unimine off the lip of the edge, which would have put him one click before the stop click. But then the, because uh, it was pulse wave, I couldn't use any powers, so I took two damage from falling off the edge, and uh, that popped me. And then I went to place, and I placed my Makari kind of on the other side of the map, away from him. But I placed my Thena where he sort of had a line of fire to her. But uh, the next turn, he calls in Iceman. No, so you did it the or, same. Or you did, you did it the same turn. There was an Iceman clone already there. Oh, clone! That's what it was. And clone. you're lucky he had used his prob on the attack on Lockjaw because he rolled like a five. Then he rolled the double fives. And you placed right. your Thena where he could shoot you with the Ice Clone. So he sidestepped up, took a shot, rolled a three, and went to prob, but he had already used his prob. I think it was a, I think it was a four, actually. But yeah, he either way, he missed. He missed by one. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty, it was, it was pretty tense. I, I literally thought you were about to lose the game right there. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think you recognized that the ice clone was right there. So because um, yeah, I, know, he was playing with WizKids with... kind of shutting down all these people making custom pogs for people is kind of hurt because you know it's just an action token sitting on the map. Right. I didn't even honestly realize right. That. And I didn't in the moment, about the ice clone. you may not realize that this like red action token over here is an ice clone. Well, because there was a whole thing whenever I, I got knocked back, we had to get a judge's ruling because I thought that I'd still get the stop click because it can't be ignored. Right, but, but it only uh, stops damage from an attack, so the knockback right. damage so, has actually popped your Unimine. Yeah, which I didn't I didn't realize that was a thing till uh, that day, and I won't make that I error. Mean, 
It literally yeah. took the new rules making flyers take knockback damage, a pulse wave, and a stop click for all that craziness to actually come to fruition. So Right, right. I mean, not something that happens every day. It was a very specific <laughs> set of circumstances and and uh and luckily even though I was uh I I placed my Athena poorly, I was still able to uh yeah, and at that point, and at that point, you didn't. I don't know if you were keeping, you weren't keeping track, but I'd went over and asked, you know, saw the clock, and there was like a minute and a half left after when it he went would, to your he turn. Would, he would have won by like ten points, I think, had he popped my Athena, even yeah. though I still had Makari. Yeah, it would have been like, it would have been bad. I'd have, I'd have felt real bad about that. But anyway, like I said, I mean, the odds of him rolling doubles on a pulse wave. In conjunction with the fact that, like, oh, and he I had, mean, I, he had also uh, rolled onto pulse wave, like he had clicked right. the two. Right, and, like, <laughs> it, was, it was like the most extreme set of circumstances for Unimind him to, to just get, get right. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, but it happens. But I'm glad that it didn't end up turning out poorly for me. Um, like I said, I escaped with the uh, skin of my teeth in that game. I mean, like I said. Pretty much all of my, both my games in top four and top two were, were really intense, and it was a, a matter of, of, like I said, me hitting that super senses roll on a six, and then I had to hit a breakaway roll also in that game against PJ that I needed a, uh, he had plasticity with Worm, and I needed to be able to reposition myself to get a, uh, to get a full pulse wave on his Worm, um, and if not, the next turn he was probably going to call in like arrow on me or something like that and then of course i could have still rolled out but um if i didn't hit that breakaway roll which i needed a four five or six and he had a prob so i had to literally roll it twice to be able to run a running shot pulse wave to the right position to where i wouldn't hit his um flora because his floral flora colossal was still on the map and like right there um near his uh near his worm but uh anyway well god that's a lot of meta talk yeah (laughs) so all right so let's break it up um let me let me say one quick thing let me say one quick thing um i would say probably my overall favorite moment of the day i know I, i said a couple things or whatever but um my overall favorite moment of the day was probably um, against Tyler Spees. Um, in round two, he had Darwin on his team and left him way in the back. And um, he ended up coming up with his Wolverines and sitting in the boxing ring or whatever. And I uh, I pretty much called out Arrow first turn, popped a Wolverine, but then he called out Jean Grey and uh, tried to attack dual targeting on my, I guess, Surter and Carnage or whatever. And um, had, yeah, he pretty much needed, I think, a, a nine to hit my Surter because he was fully in um, in hindering terrain at the time. And he used, like, four team props to try to hit my Surter to pop him and just couldn't roll, like, above a seven. So, and then I got to... Jump across the map and and pretty much eat his Darwin in one hit. So Surter munching a Darwin was 
probably one of my favorite moments of the day. That was pretty uh, pretty awesome. Nom, Always nom, good nom, time nom, 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 Right? Yeah, I'll trade 25 for 35 any day. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't even trade him because his Darwin was back there alone. So then after that, Surtur got to come back across the map and smack a Wolverine, I think. <laughs> so <laughs> he put in work. I mean, he put in some work in that game. <clears throat> nice. I dig it. Ain't no shame in that. All right, so moving on. Yeah, so moving on, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna break up our second second segment of the day, and uh, Dave's gonna have run us through. Uh, we're gonna rank the primes is our fun segment. Uh, so Dave, we're gonna do what each uh, rarity of primes, and uh, rank them all from first to tenth, something like that. Uh, let's go five because there's like twenty two in each slot, and we don't have forever. Right. <laughs> um, I just wanted to have a non-meta section to this episode. So, all right. Um, so this is what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to name off these common primes first, and just uh, need a simple yes or no if they should be considered to even be ranked in the top five. All right, okay. and then we'll go. Then we'll get more specific. And, and this might be a blast from the past for some people. All right. So, common primes. Uh, what, what, Selena- wait. 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 Before you start, what set did the primes actually start in? And what set? They're no longer. So Batman. Um, and then there weren't any in Infinity War, and there weren't any in Elseworlds, or What If, and so right. there were twenty-two of each. So okay, and and some of them are much better than the others. So gotcha. Go ahead. All right. All right. So here we go. Just just say if they can. Uh, if they consider or if they deserve consideration. All right, so Selena Kyle from the Batman set. No. No. All right, Hannibal King from Amazing Spider-Man. No. No. Uh, Beast Boy from Teen Titans. No. No. Death... <laughs> no. No. Death... <laughs> Deathlock from Wolverine the X-Men. Uh, yes. No. I'm going to say no, but... You throw right. them in there. I'm, I'm giving them a plus and a minus. All right, Silver Centurion. Yes. Yes. Mon L Prime from Slosh. Yes. Uh, yes. The Professor from the Deadpool set. Yes. No. I say no, but maybe yes. Tomar Two from War of Light. Yes. 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 Like I'm, we're, say, we're saying, we're saying some of these like, oh yeah, that fucking guy. Tomar yeah, too, right. man. Oh my god, I love Tomar too. That was like he was probably my favorite prime from that. I liked him even better than I think Lyra or he whatever. He came with the net, man. The first net that you could get. He's the net you can get. He's <laughs> never gonna ever let you down. Right, Captain Marvel. Uh from, yes. Um, yes. From which That's set? from Guardians of the Galaxy, the one that oh, had yeah. like, uh, the defend with plus one yeah. if they're not Kree or whatever. Okay. Uh, Rival from Flash. No. No. <laughs> Dr. Light from yeah. Trinity Trinity War? Is that what it I is? Like, I like Dr. Light. He's got like a movement where if you roll a D6 before it, you can add it to his movement or whatever. I, I think he's pretty good. I, yeah. think he ignore, I think he ignores blocking for movement purposes or something, too. So He, he does like, ignore blocking terrain for movement. Per, per, at the beginning of your turn, roll D6 if you do replace Dr. Light's speed value with the result plus his printed speed value until your next turn. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't too bad. It's just he never had, like, running shot with pulse wave. He had, like, running right. shot, side blast. 
well, if you put an entity, if you put an entity on him, he was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but you're looking at over 130 yeah, points at that point. I realize. So, so yes, no. What do we got here? I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say no. Okay. 3D man. Yes. Yes. Especially with the ID. <laughs> no, but triathlon's the one that got called out. Well, what a All 3D right. man was still okay. Peggy Carter. Yes. Yes. Captain Adam. No. No, I'm not going to go with Captain Adam. Poison Ivy from World's Finest? No. No. All right. Emma Frost from Uncanny X-Men? No. Which one was that? I'm trying to think. Was that the one that That's uh, the one that the like, only took one damage or something from range attacks, I believe? Was she, she the one that could, she could could she like at the end of her click if you paid like more points she could turn into the diamond skin version of that herself her. or something? You could turn into the prime off of the common. You could turn into the prime off the common. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was all right. I thought that you know she's just 125 yes. points and no range. She's just a close combat fighter. Well, not by herself, time. but as a turn into piece, she was decent. I'm still okay. Going so, no. all right, we got one no. I'm gonna say it's, yes. Okay. Captain Stacy. No. <laughs> no. All right. No. Anarchy. Yes. yes. I mean, Bombs like, galore. after a lot of these, he doesn't suck, but he's not, like, amazing. Uh, no. Dread- Dreadpool. Yes. No. I say no. Dreadpool was nasty as hell. I never honestly saw anybody do anything with him, not even on, like, a fun night. Like, I haven't played against a Dreadpool, so... Or I like how colorful his dial is, and his keywords are fantastic for a prime, especially. Mm. He's got one, two, three, four, mm. five, put six, put seven, on the eight, list. eight keywords. <laughs> maybe you can, maybe you can, uh, you know, convince me of him. Uh, Red leader. Yes. I'm gonna say no. I wasn't what? a big fan of the no. Red leader. What? No. Zach's a yes, Dave. Wasn't he, he like a yes. hundred points and like all he could do was like outwit stuff or something? And I think in the wrong. No, piece? He, no, he has 50, 50 with plus two perplexes as a power action. Um, he has he can use it normal too, right? Yeah, he can use normal perplex and then he can do a power action to um, plus, plus, do two, plus two perplex to something yeah, else. That doesn't sound too bad, I guess. Was was there another leader in that set that was just like a regular green leader yeah, or something? Yeah, there was, there was like a, the leader. Okay. There was the Maybe he leader. Was like 100, 100 he was 60 and... points, and he had outwit. And then there was okay. red leader, which was like a sealed perplexing machine. Okay. So I'm going to go two yeses. Yeah, yeah. We'll, just, we'll say yes. I was thinking right. wrong leader. Kirk DePaul, Manhunter from no. Harley Quinn. He's no. gone, but not 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 in the league of these other guys. Okay, and he's no, then he's no Tomar too. That's what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Moira McTaggart. Yes. The the prime no. Oh. The common yes. Yeah, the common one's good. I don't know about the prime one. Prime one's not that great. Fair enough. Okay. So I'm going to use my handy dandy highlighter here, and the ones that even got a single yes are going to be highlighted. Do do do. Y'all didn't do too bad here. Okay. Am I getting, am I getting graded on this afterwards? Yes. 
Yeah. So Tatum's <laughs> going to sit me down and have a chat with me about why Red Leader is good and Emma Frost is bad. All right. So so we're going to rate the ones that only have two pluses. Okay. So. But then if we so do you'll that, have to. But even if we do that, we can't discount the ones that Zach just totally did, has wrong. <laughs> well, you know what? Emma so Frost did. There, there yeah. are seven that got a yes from both of you. All right. Um, so we've got Silver Centurion, Monel, yes, yes. Um, Tomar two. Yes. I, I wrote my pluses next to his two, so it almost looks like Tomar Tut on my notes. Tomar here. Tut. Tomar Tut. That's a that's the next uh, world set we're getting. Three D uh, Man, Tut. Peggy Carter, Anarchy, and Red Leader. So let's see. So did y'all need that list again, real quick? Yeah, read it one more time. Silver Centurion, Monel, Tomar Two, Captain Marvel, 3D Man, Peggy Carter, Anarchy, Red Leader. So that's like not. So it feels like to me that that list goes Silver Centurion, Captain Marvel, Peggy Carter, and then Tomar Tomar Two. I agree with Silver Centurion at the top. Um, who'd you put at number two? Red Leader? Uh, no. Uh, Red Leader <laughs> he put was Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel as his number two. Captain Marvel. You know, honestly, I mean, just because of playing at the time and, and actually, uh, I mean, I remember a lot of people playing Tomar too, even in like fun nights and stuff. I mean, he was just, I think he had like running shot, pulse wave, like a 16 defense, that Green Lantern perplex, like, <laughs> willpower. Like, I mean, he was just pretty sick. He had I, more have than to... 16. I'm looking. I thought I could have swore he had more than 16 defense. Uh, it might have been I'm a I'm thinking like an 18. He's like well, a, to be fair, be Dave, it was in the era of uh, stack 18 clicks. super senses. 18 super senses. 18, so wow. So like a I Green Lantern battery and a, and a shield that was like a 21. With, with, with the will. That says um, he has willpower, and, and with no friendly characters him. within three squares, he can use outwit. Right, right. That's it. He could, so he could outwit too. You know, All right. The, so, so if you if you give me Silver Centurion at one, I'll give you Tomar two at, at two. Yeah, Tomar two at two. You you got it. I totally okay. agree with Silver Centurion at one. I mean, he's probably the most meta, if not the only meta. Maybe Peggy Carter. From calling IDs, but like I would rank Peggy Carter person. over Captain Marvel, and uh, mostly because enough. she she could just be played with more things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I Peggy, mean, and she Peggy was, was great before the rules changed. We shouldn't right. we shouldn't poop on Peggy. Pooping <laughs> on Peggy. I don't. So let can we agree to put Captain Marvel at four? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I All can right. do. I'm I'm down with that. All right. I so like Captain the, Marvel. She was good, but. Out of the remaining uh, four, we got to get number five, to, right? Number five it, between Monel, no, 3D Man, Anarchy, mm. and Red Leader, and I'm thinking Red Leader. I'm thinking Red Leader too. Really? Yeah, I mean, he's he's just, just, I mean that plus he brings for, too I mean, much for 50, to, for fifty points. Being able to yeah. perplex one stat and then power action. Double perplex another stat. See, the thing is, though, I never really saw him on like any kind of meta teams or any kind of fun nights. Back he's in the been day, on some of them. Um, I'm back, not going to say he's the day, like beyond meta. Back in the day, Monel was actually on some 
teens. I don't know that he ever like topped, but I remember people were playing Red, him. Red Leader made top sixteen at Rock Cup. Red Leader has won several WKOs on Constructed. Uh, he's just solid. He's okay. very good. Oh, I'm down with that. I mean, I, I would say Monel would probably be in sixth then after that because I remember Monel being a, a a beast whenever he came out at that time. So I'll, right I'll a, talk about him real right quick just down. because I love him. Go yeah, ahead. I've got our ranks here. Um, so I want to. I'm just going to talk about Monel for the people who don't know about him real quick because I loved him whenever he was out, and Zach seems to still love him. Um, yeah. Although I did like the LE better because it was sweet. The L- All right, the LE so this guy's <laughs> got a 10, 175 points, uh, 10 range, 1 bolt. Legion of Superheroes ATA, so he's a wild card and he's a Superman ally. He starts with 12 hypersonic with flight, 12 super strength, which they don't work together anymore, sadly. But 18 imperv and a like, leadership yeah. for 4 mm-hmm. damage. Which and was pretty he awesome. had, Right, and he had a trait. That says Monel can use defend and adjacent friendly characters modify their defense by plus one. So he's defending and giving everybody else a his uh, uh yeah a nineteen defense. So he was really cool back then. But one of his huge flaws is no willpower. And for one hundred seventy five, yeah. I'm not paying for that many points for something that doesn't but have back, willpower. But back but then, at the time he came out, willpower wasn't like there was at there at the time he came out like willpower. There weren't peeps like. And Dom wasn't all over the place. Like there were pieces throw a that had bat belt on him back then. Oh yeah, him. oh yeah. Or a, or or give him an infinity gauntlet, like a full gauntlet, and just give him. Oh well, he can't be countered, and he's got willpower now. So so our top five, and then we'll use the others as honorable mentions. Top five: number one, Silver Centurion. Number two, Tamar Two. Number three, Peggy Carter. Four, Captain Marvel, and five, Red Leader. Honorable mentions to Anarchy, Three D Man. And Monel, yes, sounds good. All right, that would be the common primes. What do you think, Dan? That sounds good to me. Okay, now we're going to go into what I think is kind of stacked in some some regards. Um, the uncommon primes. All right, so here we go. Give me your yes or no. Black Queen. This is not the the like a uh, no, Black no. Queen from X Men. This is the first ever common prime Black Queen. Yeah, uh, uncommon, uncommon no, problem. No, no, she wasn't the. She, oh, wasn't, uncommon, she yeah. wasn't the Black Witch, so no. Yeah, she um, she was just kind of meh. Yeah, and she was way too many points for what she did. Kind of so, meh. She was very uh, meh. Yeah. All right. So there's double nose. Uh, there's no question on this next one. I'll just go ahead and say y'all are both. A- yes, brother Voodoo. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. I think somebody across the street from me actually just said yes too. Like Daniel Bryan. Oh, he's just like yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah. Throwing the fingers. Uh, up. How about Slowbo? No. <laughs> nah. Nah, bro. All right. This is this is also a resounding yes. Um, Cerise. Yes. Yes. That chick was the bomb. Uh, Sasquatch. No. No. Cheetah from Slosh. No. no. Who sadly was a prime and could never be played with Alyosha Craven. Because those two would have been awesome together. Uh, evil Deadpool. No. Oh. Okay. Uh, Liara. Yes. This is this is the one from War of Light. Um, I mean, she has Patrick to go Kipoko on. The, won yeah, the she, world championship with yeah, it. Yeah, it's a so. world championship yeah, piece, so it's got to go on there, yeah. 
Pretty well, much gonna, all the war. I'd say all the War of Light primes are probably going to end up making this, just mainly for the fact too that they all have the trait where they can 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 get a construct. Yeah. So, so for everybody who doesn't know, um, and I'm sure Dan doesn't mind me telling people about Liara, uh, one thirteen is her point. Seven range, one bolt. She's got the transporter ability. You don't see that very often anymore. Uh, 11 charge, 11 precision strike, uh, 17 defense that was combat reflexes and willpower, and then she had a uh, 3 damage close combat expert up top. And she was just pretty solid all around, especially whenever you consider the fact that she had those uh, constructs with a pretty long charge distance. Yeah. You know, and transporter, so even if you whatever. can't charge with her, you can just use transporter to give her a minus two attack, and then hypersonic essentially. Yeah, and to be fair, you were giving right. her you were giving her pluses from the green battery and other things, yep. so yep. to negative out that negative two. So, right, so she's going to be a ten attack when she entities does, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, so she was she was good. Um, so that's a that's a double yes for her. I'm imagining. Yep. Yes. Um, now, some of these are going to be a little odd. Um, Dr. Minerva. No. No. Okay. No Dr. Minerva love. Gotcha. I think it was, what, Spectrum that was good from this set? Dr. Yeah. Spectrum or mm-hmm. something? Yeah, that one was cool. Yeah. Uh, Bizarro Flash. No. No. Not even on Bizarro Dial Knight. No. <laughs> the Outsider from Trinity Water. No. No. I don't even remember what this guy does. He leveled. He, was, he just wasn't that great. He leveled terrain. He wasn't that exciting. Okay. Uh, Power Princess. No. No. She was, she was kind of a cold piece because she was part of the uh, Squadron Supreme, and so she was kind of sought after, but she was really never that good of a playable piece. Right. Um, Baron Blood. No. Vampire Dial, no. Brutal. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because of he, because he was a good call-in? Well, because, like, halfway yeah. across the map, too, he dealt, like, penetrating damage or whatever if he was over, like, half the map away. And, uh, I mean, he, he, was, he had the apocalypse keyword and stuff. I mean, he was, I just think he was overall a good piece and pretty well-costed for what he did. Okay. And he was um, a badass call-in. He was a bad this call. one I actually really liked, and I thought he was underrated. Uh, Superman from World's Finest, the yeah. mind control one. Yeah, he goes on. Yes, yeah, he's, he's, probably, he's probably going to be fifth. Oh, I don't know if he'll make it. To be honest, uh, we still got Magneto at the end. So, uh, Kitty Pride from um, Uncanny X Men, the one that phases mm. through and gives tokens. No, she's a no. terrible Phantom Girl. <laughs> she was terrible she was fan girl. Yeah, she, yeah. Be a lot cooler if she was, man. She's a Walmart brand of the Phantom Girl like thing. All right, anti venom. No. No. Manhunter. No. No. Thorn. No. No. <laughs> Scourge. Ah, uh, yes. No. Yes. I'm going to say no. But... All right, fair enough. One he, yes, one no. He can only take one damage. He gets plus two defense when he's on his last stand marker. Um, plus the movie. He's fantastic him... and sealed. Plus the movie <laughs> make, plus the movie makes him a little bit cooler because it was literally what he did in Ragnarok. 
I'm comparing him to the other yeses we've given in the commons and in the uncommons so far, and I'm going to say that's a no. But that's, you know, give him. Uh, Big Barda. No. No, not that one. The Batman rare Big Barda, yes. (laughs) Magneto. Yes. Magneto Prime from the new set? No. The Prime one I thought was pretty good. No, he's terrible. Isn't it, isn't, it the, isn't it the other one that's good? The the chase one is good. Yeah. Oh, the, no, okay. the uh, the uncommon from UXM is good, not the prime. Right, right. Okay. Oh, okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, this well, one Well, guys, is... you you only said double yes to 5 of them. Uh um, are we just are we just going to go ahead and and list uh Brother Voodoo as number 1? Yes. Yes. Okay. I think Laura gets number two just because she won Worlds. Yes. Really? I, Over Cersei? Yeah, I, I mean, I, winning Worlds, I mean, Brother Voodoo won more volume of things, so I think he secures number one by default. Um, and but, Brother Voodoo was just so or sick Cerise, so long. actually, I'm sorry, Cerise is her name. Yeah, uh, Cerise, yeah, not Cersei. We, we, can, we can rank Lear or whatever as two, but in my heart, Cerise is, is my number two. You really like Cerise, though, David. You were a you were a big fan of her. You used to play her, I, I just, think, with what, like the cop car or something. And I, I would just play her on different teams. She had good keywords, and <clears throat> I mean, she's got warrior and soldier, man. She's badass. She's got the police uh, so, team ability too, doesn't she? Yes, she, she does. does. Yeah. So, so for the people who don't know, sixty points, which is awesome. Police TA five range starts with running shot. Side Blast, uh, 9 and 11, respectively. 17 Combat Reflexes, uh, 3 Damage um, Enhancement. And she had a trait that said, um, Red Solid Light Constructs, the beginning of your turn, choose one. Blades Calls Fangs, Empower, or Energy Shield Deflection. Cerise can use the Chosen Power until your next turn. Or until she chooses again. She was a really good... You could sit there and say ESD and you're 19 from close or far away. She was a really good support piece slash secondary attacker, but I yeah, she still was put fantastic. her behind Liara. Okay, so she's number three, pretty solid? Yeah, I'd say. Okay. Um, Brutal and Superman are left. I'd say Brutal and then Superman. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I told you uh, Superman's going to get number five. There you go. You were right, Dan. Boom. Nailed it. Boom. All right. So, the final ranking on our Uncommons is Brother Voodoo 1, Leara number 2, Cerise 3, Brutal 4, and Superman number 5. Like now it. we get into the expensive and awesome stuff, you guys. <laughs> Alright, here we go. I'm ready. Alright, Bruce Wayne. No. No. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I just can't. After the I like the... One. Like, I like, like the yours. Hush one. Was it the Hush one? That's the Hush one, yes. Yeah, I'm going to say yes on him. I think he was actually a pretty decent piece at, for the time. I mean, for his time, to some other he was stuff, good, yes. At the time, he was solid, yeah. I'm going to say yes. He was yes. also one of the only people, if you were playing within the No Man's Land tournament with Sealed or only within the Batman sets, he was one of, like, three pieces that could see through stealth. Yeah, he was a stealth buster. All right, yep. I'll give him a yes. <laughs> I convinced you, huh, Dan? I like it. Uh, Alyosha Craven. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that guy's probably number one. Uh, Ravager. Uh, yes. Yes. Ravager was awesome from Teen Titans. That was like one of the few really good pieces from Teen Titans. Yeah. 
Magneto. The rare. Which, which, which oh, one? Uh, rare Prime Magneto. No, because the rare version was better than the rare Prime. Yeah, I'm gonna say no because I don't remember. No, yeah, the, the rare was better than the rare Prime. All right, so no on the mags. Prime War Machine. Yes, because it's War Machine. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes just so Dan can have a chance to have him in the top, but I didn't think he was like that super sexy. But we'll say yes. Okay, so he was pretty cool. Um, to, I just felt he was super expensive. So two forty five, eight range, two bolts, running shot eleven, uh, sharpshooter eleven, indom eighteen, um, imperv, and then a five damage where it says give him a double power action and give him two different actions as free actions and then he had retaliatory strike which was his um, trait each time War Machine is targeted with an attack put a retaliation token on this card give War Machine a free action to remove two retaliation tokens they may make a range combat attack against a single target Um, great keywords uh, armor avengers pilot shield soldier and stark industries so, but we're we're gonna give him two, yeah, two yeses. Mm-hmm. Okay, Edward Nigma. Uh, no, he's he's fun, but he's not really that great. Okay, Zach. I I mean, other than the fact that he's like two hundred and forty five points, he seems decent. I mean, no, Edward, good, good Edward, Ed, Edward Nigma. Edward Nigma. <laughs> Oh, I thought y'all were talking about War Machine, sorry. Yeah, I'm going to say no on Edward Nigma. Okay, how about Cat from Deadpool? No. You remember him? No. He was, he was uh, the, the prime Shang-Chi. He was okay, yeah. but he wasn't that great. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't anything like to write home about. Okay. Abin Sir, I'm going to go ahead and put two yeses yes. on here. Yep. Thanos-y. He was the one that, Abin Sir, the one that like when he died, he gave like plus one stats or something to the bearer of the ring or like he got to no, pass on the lantern that's the next that's star brand that we're getting ready to cover i thought Abin sir had something like that when he Abin died sir he had actually had one thing that kind of hurt him um i'm gonna pull, i'm gonna pull him up here green lantern Abin sir i think it was the fact that he could not each time an opposing character would use probability control to re-roll an attack targeting Abin sir immediately modify his defense by minus one until the attack resolves, he had he was a foot. He didn't fly for a lantern, and um, he didn't have willpower like the others. But he was um, fifty points and a pretty decent secondary attacker, especially in the lantern days. So, but he's maybe pretty- the, maybe I'm thinking of an Abin Sir from like the Green Lantern movie set that did that whenever he died thing gave up. Well, do you want to change your answer? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. That's that's kind of weak sauce. He might be the one out of the war. Like uh, he came with the wall. Say no. yeah, oh yeah, he did come with the wall. We're gonna say yes because yeah, that you are. Are. <laughs> Yeah, you are. Thanos right back. Yes. Yes. Thanos is a yes. Yeah. Yes. Dark Flash is probably a no. 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 Super casual. Uh, no. One of my favorite rare primes, you guys, is. Freddie Freeman. Yes. Yes. He won a super. He game. was. He was awesome. He was. So, he's one of the. He's probably one of the most playable Shazams that they've ever liked. Right. Played. And I'm, I'm 
like I'm trying not to concentrate too much on on this, but like I feel like the people who never got to play him like should know the cool stuff he does. Zero yeah, range, like 112 points, hypersonic 11, super strength 11. Sadly, they don't work together anymore. Uh, he had Indom with Impervious 18 for damage. Um, let's see. He had sweet keywords. Boston City, Mystical, Outsiders, Teen Titans, and Young Justice. So he can be played on a lot of themed teams, even on casual yeah. nights. And then late down in the, Now, he's not very deep for 112. Yeah, he's but, only got like five clicks or something, I think. But later down his dial, it says Frey Freeman can use Pulse Wave as if he has a range value of nine. When he does an action of resolve, heal Freddy Freeman of one damage for each hit opposing character, which is pretty cool, yeah. right? I, I like how they do that with the Shazam characters. Uh, so that's double yeses on Freddy Freeman? Yes. Yes. Okay. Star Brand Prime. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Union Jack. No. No. Superman Red. No, yes. no, it's the blue one that was good. Yeah, red, red was sucks. Super, Superman blue was good. Yes. Okay. Correct. So my answer is okay. no. I'll go with no. Okay. Yeah, red was kind of like the what he like the Captain America clicks basically. Like um, he had. Uh, here I'm pulling him up. Real See, fast. I was thinking red was the one that had pulse wave though. I thought Superman red had like. Pulse wave yeah, I think, or something like that. He really wasn't well, that bad. No, so Superman play. Red kept you from getting uh, energy exploded. Superman Blue kept you from getting pulse waved, and that was the big thing. Superman Red had a charge, pulse wave, Yeah, imperved. charge, pulse wave, imperv, and enhancement. Right, so so he he, was, like I said, he, he had Captain terrible. America. Yeah, he was terrible as a call-in, and he took your prime slot when there was much better primes to be played. Yeah. I mean, like, fair. remember the Captain America set, how pieces would have, like, running shot and exploit? Right. <laughs> or, or, like, charge with and um, range combat expert. Like, it made them yeah. versatile, but it also made none of their stuff work together. You could do either right. or, but they weren't good. They weren't particularly amazing at one thing. Uh, he So he kind of suffers from that. So that's that's a no for me, too. Um, Night Lantern, shout out to Drew yes. Warren. <laughs> I like Night Lantern. I think yeah. he's honestly one of the maybe more underplayed pieces. But anyway, I, I like. I think you him. just had to have the right format because you're looking at a guaranteed like what 175 he, out of it. Yeah, he's like 150 plus 25 for his amalgam trait, and then right, like, and in in a and and then you got to get another <laughs> person to to knock the or put the amalgam on. So like within a 300 point format, he just really wasn't feasible. But you could work I him really, in a four if you were good. I really liked him with, like, Nick Fury and give Nick Fury, like, sidestep off of an amalgam and then, like... Well, like, um, Drew Warren, um, I believe it was Drew, so I hope it, 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 was, wrong, it was I'm just wrong. Yeah, was, he, put, he put Thane on Nick Fury to give right, him a running shot. Running shot. And, which I was and, like, and, oh, I was hoping somebody And Invincible. And Invincible. Right, mm, yes. Right. right. So, Sunfire. No. 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 Okay. No. Hydro Man? No. No. Cool casual piece, though. Barely. <laughs> Looker. Def- define cool. No, it's uh, not. It's, he, it's not. <laughs> he looks cool, and if you can get an entire map of water, he might be fun. Uh, how All about right. Looker? No. Barely. No. I mean, uh, another, She's a no. Yeah. 
Um, so the Fire next, Force? the next two were pretty much auto yeses. Um, Prime Pull. Yes. Yes. And Odin the D. Yep. Yes. Man, I love the D. <laughs> Prime Harley Quinn. No. No. Not happening. And then Professor X. Yes. The new one. The... Yes. Brood X. Yes. My God. Yeah, yes. the Brood X. Oh my, my God. God. All right. So. My God, yes. Odin the D. Odin the D. Oh my God, dude. You guys voted double yeses to so many of these rare primes. It's stupid. So run through All the right. yeses. All right, you got Bruce Wayne. All right, he can go when he's not top five. Yeah, he don't right. have to make it. Not top five. No, you don't have... All right, Alyosha Craven is definitely a top five. Yes. Yeah, she's in the top five. Ravager. No, not in the top yeah, five. Not a top five. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, probably no. not. Okay, okay. Some of the we'll other we'll stuff. save him. We'll save him. Keep going down the line. Come back. War Machine. Not top five. No, oh, I know that hurt you to say, buddy. It did, but I'm I I can do it because there's other better ones. Abby and Sir. No, not, not a top, top five. five. Good, probably, but not top five. Yeah, probably probably six. Thanosy. Top five. Yes. Top five. Okay. Um, Freddie Freeman. Not top five. Not yeah, not a top five piece. Neither is Starbrand, right? No. Mm, I'd maybe put Starbrand. He's like a hundred and fifty points. And I only <laughs> said yes. Really and I him, only but... said yes because I like Jeremy. Oh yeah, only for Jeremy. Right. I if thought I, Starbrand was a cool piece. Like, I mean, if he's I got good stats. If I didn't like Jeremy, it would be a hard no. So. A All right, so. A hard note. Uh, Night Lantern. Yes. I'm going to say top five. Just for his ability to, like, entity someone without entitying them, kind of. Okay, so right now we got one, two... All right, let me get through the list. Uh, Prime Pool stays on the damn list. Yes. Yeah, He's probably... <laughs> Odin the Destroyer stays on the yes. damn list. I'm going to put Odin the D. And Professor X probably stays on the list. Yes. yes. So I think we eliminate Ravager and Night Lantern. And yeah, that leaves us Craven, Professor X, Thanosi, Deadpool, and Odin the D. So number one is probably, and you guys aren't going to like this because it's new, and I can tell you're going to fight me on it, but number one or two is going to be Prime Professor X. Uh, I am not rating him above Craven or Deadpool, <laughs> in you my can, opinion. You can rate him above Craven, but below Deadpool. So is Deadpool number one? I would say yeah. So if so, this is my thing. Deadpool, uh, Prime Pool, just by himself is good. But if you don't have the other Deadpool, at least right, the, the shifting the helps him. Right. No, to but be like, fair, but, if you don't play Alyosha Craven with other animals, he sucks. So right. that that's not right. a good argument. Well, no, but I think Alyosha Craven honestly can drop down a little bit too. I, I think, honestly, like just straight up prime by himself, like not thinking about necessarily interactions from call in pieces or shifting focus. Or I mean, Alyosha Craven does give you another piece. <laughs> it's still not higher than okay. Brudex. Can we say this though? Um, Craven would be better today than he was when he came out. Yes. yes, I'm still. Okay. I'm, I'm agreeing with so, you, Dave. Yeah, yeah, Dave and I both agree that Prime Pool's number one. Okay, what about you, Zach? 
I mean, I, 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 it's really tough for me. Like I said, I, I mean, I like prime pool a lot. Um, the the big thing that I don't like about prime pool is I've seen him get like either one shotted or flurried to death a, a few times. Um, you know, you right, only but I mean that, that happens. That can him. happen to Craven too. That right. happens to every prime on this X. list. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Especially considering, I mean, like we could if if who, people who, wanted who, to do it again, we could go over them casually. Who were who, who the other? Who were the other two guys? Again, so, so I'm thinking. So this is my personal prime pool one. Brudex just because he's really good, especially right now for yeah, two. Three is Craven. Four is Thanos, and five is Odin the D. I agree with you, Dave, a hundred percent. I would honestly probably switch those last two, and I think I would agree with Thanos. He was really good. Now he wasn't like super prominent, but he's pretty awesome in Rock Age right now. And he just won the Rock Age Majestics qualifier this past weekend. He's legit nasty. Yeah. I mean that 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 that's fair. I mean, I would what I was gonna say is I would probably go Brood X number one because you can play him by himself. You can play him as a call in. Well, we're He's giving got, him number two. I, I just I think personally, just because without the shifting focus and the ability to be able to like phase up with that other Deadpool, like Prime Pool's just not as good or playable. And really, Prime Pool's playable on like don't die tech teams or hard to kill teams. He's, he's playable, is playable on, on like every team. Well, here's the cool thing, right? Because you can bring the prime pool in with so many different key. Like you can play even on a casual night, you can play a, a dead pool that can shift and bring prime pool into the mix. Like, and and you can have him on your force without ever even putting him on the map. But he's super fun when he is on the map. Yeah, and I'm like, with you. and then and then for meta, like if you get a if you don't have outwit at the moment. And you run into a prime pool, and they get like the invincible inspiration. Like right. you don't even fuck with him. Or right. he gets uh, Colossus's impervious in a week. So I'm, I want to take executive um, approval and uh, approve Dave's <laughs> list and move to super rares. All right. All right. So gonna... number one, Deadpool. Two, Professor X. Three, Craven. Four, Thanos. And five, Odin the D. The D. Because we've, we'll we've still got two more segments tonight, guys. So <laughs> Yeah, so we'll hurry through We're the trying. Super Rares. Uh, Caped Crusader, Double no. Nose? Okay. No. no. Awesome Peace, but Nose. Hobgoblin? No. No. Blackfire? No. No. Uh, Jubilee? Vampire Dolls? No. 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 She was awesome during the Book of the Skull days. I'll at least give her that shout-out. Yeah. With Shatterstar, you throw her over, throw out a free hammer, quake a couple people, and heal her up. Uh, Hyperion? No. Yes. I liked Hyperion, but Alright, I'll give him a plus and a minus because okay. he did have a little nostalgia freaking awesomeness. Black Witch, too many points. Yes. <laughs> no, she she was yes because the She's the yes. White Witch turned into Black Witch. Okay. So that's two yeses on Black Witch? Yes. Okay. But but you're saying you only bring her in from White Witch, you're not playing her on your main force. Correct. No, I'm not main force okay. in Black Witch, but yeah, I mean, I'm going to White Witch her in and thuggle with people's okay. relics and stuff or whatever. One of my personal favorite super rare primes, Wizard. Yes. Yeah, I'd say Wizard could go there. 
120 points flurry hypersonic yeah uh gallia zed didn't even come with a good construct did he came with the mallet <laughs> uh, he came with the mallet which was good because it was the lowest point it was only um, like four months. it was the lowest point green lantern construct along with the bulldozer which was con exclusive um so he pr- he gets a no from me because he was just unplayable um, yeah he's a shitty i mean he, <laughs> he's he, okay in seal he's probably like the number one of he's he's the highest no and i'll leave it at that okay dr spectrum yes yes he was pretty sweet he's the one who couldn't ko right He's the one I couldn't KO, but you could play him with Greedo, Mega Drive, and an Outwit, and Outwit that power, and he could wreck shit. Yeah, and he had, like, Running Shot, Pulse Wave, like, Energy and, like, plus ones or something, with... depending on the colors yeah. people had on there. He could, get yeah, to he, a plus, he could get to a plus three attack, you play him with the power plant, um, get him up there yeah. even higher, um, and he, he got was a, He could be a 14 attack for, like, six damage, and he was amazing. Black Lantern Zoom. No, gosh, no. no. I hate People that. are still paying for that piece. Please stop. Please <laughs> stop. Do, Do Nick... not pay anymore. Nick Necro. Yes. He won like one thing. But... Yeah, I'll say he was kind of a cool piece. He's cool piece, Ragnar- and, and he's coming back, and he's coming back for Rock Age. Right? Ragnarok. Uh, yes, because he was, was he was great with Justin. Is that the robot Thor? That yes, was, that was the robot Thor, and I can't say I can't leave him off the list because of Maddie G. Yeah, I'll say uh, I'll say yes. Okay, Nighthawk is obviously a yes from both. Yeah, that guy's uh, won, that guy's won some stuff, right? Supergirl, yeah, Nighthawk. Red Lantern, Red Lantern, Supergirl. No. She's a cool piece, but I'm going to say no. I mean, like I said, one day we should go through these primes, like, spend a little time on each rarity, and, like, because some of them have great keywords and work great with, like, theme teams. Uh, Harlequin. Yes. Yes. With the Jack I love and the that piece. Yeah. I love that piece. Phoenix. Yes, she was actually pretty playable. I'll say yes. Uh, I never have played her against her. I think she was really high points, though, was the thing. I think she was like 200 yeah. and something points, but we'll we'll go with yes. Um, Craven, not the cool one. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Uh, okay, I think this is a double yes. Uh, Jakeem Thunder? Yes. Yes. Jack of Wiz- Thunder. <laughs> Wizkid? Yes. Yes. I, yeah. Be, uh, yes. I mean... Okay. He he will be better in three days from or uh, six days from now. <laughs> Angela. No. no. If she had her KO power top dial, she'd be a badass. But no. Harley Quinn. No. That Which Green one? Lantern, what? The Green Lantern one. Sinestro. Oh, Pron, no. Sinestro yeah. Core was the rare. Green Lantern was the. Uh, okay. So no. Uh, White Queen from the new set. From XXS, no, no, not newest, but all right. Let me get my highlighter out. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So, should we just go ahead and put like Jakeem and Nighthawk Prime at the top of that list, like real quick? Just... Yeah, I would say. Jake... Yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I would say Jakeem number one. I would give Nighthawk number one. We're giving Nighthawk, Nighthawk number one. I think just because Jakeem's gotten nerfed. 
and also he's not nearly as good as he was when his powers couldn't be outwitted. So, well, I mean, Jakeem dominated not, the entire meta for eight months. But, re- <laughs> but results matter. Nighthawk has won a lot of events too. Nighthawk's won two world championships, second at Worlds. Um, and a second place at Worlds, uh, well, actually multiple second places at Worlds. Yeah, he's good. Uh, I know. I just, I just hate and, that little and, bastard. And plus, <laughs> and plus, uh, old Night Hizzle Prizzle there has a special place in Dan's heart because he right. won his Rock Cup kind of uh, with him on his team. So I know yeah, he'll I mean, always uh, have a special. Place. Nighthawk, Nighthawk, he's, he's Nighthawk number one. won two Rock Cups. He got second at Worlds that same year. And he just really, I mean, he affects, like, literally you have to almost play teams sometimes and at points in the game you had to build your team being like, what am I going to do if I run into a Nighthawk Prime? If you're going to call out Superman and wreck his face. To be (laughs) fair, it's one of, the main thing was is that he had a map-wide effect for existing and that was only as powerful, that's only second in power to the Green Lantern battery. Right. Free new rules. So the, Nighthawk Prime is number one. Jakeem's a solid number two. Yep. All right. So now the others that we have to choose from, we get three more Black Witch Wizard, Dr. Spectrum, Nick Negro, Ragnarok, Harley Quinn Phoenix, and Whiskey. Um, so I'm going to uh, give uh, Dr. Spectrum number three. Yeah, I would say Spectrum at number three. That sounds right. And then probably okay. Whiskey maybe at number four. Just got, because of the implications he will have, I got. I, I'll put Wizkit number five, and then um, probably Ragnarok at four. I would say that's reversed, but I, I, I think Harley uh, Quinn's better. No. <laughs> I just like her a lot. All right, so what were you saying? I, I was going to say Harley Quinn could be six. There's no. There's no sadness in number six. Right. Right. He's an so, honorable. So we're going Wizkit five or four. Five. I would say four. Five? And then you Dan's said Ragnarok at four? Yeah. Dan's got the ultimate hammer, so. No, I mean, at this point we just need to hurry, so. Yeah, it's Nighthawk cool. number one, Jakeem number two, three is Dr. Spectrum, four is Ragnarok, and five is Wizkid. And those yeah. are your primes. Sounds fine. Right. Next segment, sir. All right, ne- yeah. Next segment. So this is uh, right we're going to move right along. This is our second half of Nats or Nationals prep. Um, you know, it was funny. We we talked about the last show. Um, tons of uh, cosmic theme teams with Outlock Jaw, and everyone said, "Hey, uh, we want to know why you guys love Lockjaw." So I was expecting the opposite. I was expecting a lot of Lockjaw hate. Um, but uh, everybody kind of wants bork, bork. to know all the cool things about Lockjaw. How's um, Bork? Yeah, so it uh, number one, you can play him and go Bork, 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 and just bork, to- bork, you can bork, play bork. your entire game with Borkin. Um, <laughs> bork. So, um, you know, I think it's- I think after playing him, so I've played him in two uh, Super Q Regional. And I'll be playing in them in a Super Q this weekend. Um, and several fun events as well. Um, so, I, and, and Dave, you've played him quite a bit. And just chime in, Zach or Dave, as I run through these points that I have. Okay. Um, when you pick a power and you always get upset for rolling low uh, on a single D6, 
he loves low single d6 rolls. Click Hell yeah, his first three clicks are awesome. <laughs> Even his first his first four clicks are awesome because charge, imperv, exploit is amazing. Click uh, two is right. like where you want to be. You just want to roll twos with him all so, day. So to be Dude, fair, there, there's, multiple, there's multiple reasons to be on four. It's only his only click with a reducer because he can be poisoned uh, to death, which sucks. Yeah. Which sucks balls. But poison's um, not nearly as good as it used to be. But except, you can't like remove before it. Except when you have two borkers sitting butt to butt. Bork. <laughs> Bork. Bork. Uh, I, like, I like to assume the Bork's like the I am Groot. Like that's all he can say, but he can say it with different <laughs> intensities and levels of like excitement or sadness. Bork. Bork. <laughs> I, I'd um, like to do that whenever people hit him. I go bored. <laughs> um, you know he's oh got. God, he's, you hit him. You pick shape change right, and you got a thirty-three percent chance of going to super senses or plus one stats. Um, and having two pretty, rollouts, um, pretty solid. Or an imper or imperv right, so you got a fifty percent chance of going to an additional rollout or plus stats. Um, the big trick I think is that you can push him first to call somebody out on a second click and then roll to pick your power that you want to pick whether that's prob or whatever um so that you don't hit that six and then get um push damage and kill him by accident exactly so yeah i mean i can't tell you how many times i i called out somebody with lockjaw like let's say he's on click two all right he's got prob i call out somebody on click two um, let's say, you know, I get my first token. Well, I wait till the guy makes the attack so I can prob my ID card call out. Then once he's done with that, I can pick a defensive power, roll my D6, you know what I mean? And, and, and be on a completely different click. Now I could pick up outwit and then you can sit there and outwit something off somebody. Right. Yeah. For your, for your follow-up attack, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean like prob he for just, the, prob he... for the ID and then maybe even get outwit for the second follow-up attack on somebody else. Right, I mean, I can't tell you how many times getting that prob or whatever, or even um, even better, you're on a let's say you're on the mind control side blast outwit, or let's say you're on click six, and you call somebody out, and you say, oh man, I probably need to jump their attack up a little bit. Or I'll pick perplex, and then you pick perplex and roll to click two, and now you have perplex and prob for your call out. Yeah. And just anytime you get to roll more d6 in a game, that's fun. Right, and and I think I, the, I think dice. the opposite of that too is let's say you're on click one uh, with with a token. You've called somebody out. You've called out Cyclops turn whatever turn two, and then turn turn th- three. You go ahead and take a second token, push to prob, and, yep. and then roll your d6 to go to outwit. Right, if you roll that six, you're good to go. Um, and I think and I think the sweet spot. Uh, the least risky spot with Lockjaw is to have two tokens on him, um, because he can't be in cap to death with two tokens. He just gets right. dealt the penetrating damage. Um, right. So that just removes a token from him. Uh, obviously, click six with a token is the worst spot to be. He has no rollouts printed on that uh, power, on that click number. Um, and I've right. never seen anybody use the ability to add another gem to him, like. Uh, Are you really going to do that? Most of the time, games don't last that long, and people 
you know, like, people are like, well, you can just ignore Lockjaw. And, and yeah, you can. But can you ignore the things he's bringing onto the map? No. Because he can call in everything right now. Yeah, I mean, he, affect, he affects the game in a major way. And the fact that he can pick powers, and he also takes six separate instances of damage, and you've got to pretty much be able to do, most of the time, at least, you know, one. But sometimes you have to be able to do three to him. I mean, he's just, he's 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 silly good. Also, think about this. He's 75 points. You can take the time to pick a support power to make your team better, right? How many other 75-point pieces are going to be able to... Like, he can take, like, a full-blown shot from Unimine. Doesn't even really hurt him. You know? Like, how many other 75-point pieces in the meta can do that? I mean, I love... sit there and take a huge amount of damage because they have no defense. I love the Gobnobler, but he's dead. He he just dies. I mean, he just gets... (laughs) blown away even if you're sitting there just picking like shape change super senses but then you're not picking you're not picking perplex or you're not picking outwit or you're not picking you know tk or prob or whatever you need to be picking pulse wave you know um to be offensive or to be aggressive or to even help the rest of your team out because you're just so worried about him getting one-shotted i mean so that uh i think that's a good point to go for a side question here from aries edge and is the monster theme team a legit contender? Uh, it's it's like a tier two, so that would be Gobnobbler with uh, Tis- Bizarro, Tis- Green Arrow. Bizarro Green Arrow, Carnage is an Asserter with uh, a few IDs, right? Um, the the answer is the answer is it's tier two, it's solid, um, it'll get you where you need to be, but whenever somebody has a Lockjaw, somebody has a big Pulse Wave. Uh, somebody has hypersonic. Um, it's a rough day. For the, and I yep. mean, Wiz Kids pretty much has made it to where he's not playable at 175. I mean, and I've tried. I love that piece. I've tried to make him playable at 175. Um, you know, it's just with the fact that he can be he outwitted. Is, he just needs work and stuff. The you fact gotta... that he can be outwitted now and things, though, I mean, it's just really hard. And no willpower. Right. <laughs> so, you know, those are really my, my tips with Lockjaw. I mean, I know it's kind of short. Um, one, one underrated thing, Dan? Yeah. Seven range. Oh, yeah. For sure. Seven and, range. And you can go to an eight range, right? You pick running shot. Like, for me, a lot of the times, I would pick running shot. because I And would just want... land on running shot pulse play. Right. So then yeah. I've got an eight range, right? Yeah. Um, so... Uh, so then yeah. your pole's waving five away. I mean, here's the thing, right, is is if you were good playing Jakeem, you'll be okay playing Lockjaw because there's a lot of uh, do you push Jakeem? What powers do you pick with Jakeem? What, te- what powers would Jakeem need for his defensive turns? Right? Those are all tactics and abilities that we've talked about for a year, uh, 18 months with Jakeem. I feel like Lockjaw's a better, cheaper Al Jordan, almost. Like, he doesn't get that double <laughs> perplex, but other than that, like, he's just a better, cheaper Al Jordan, and he's cosmic. Yeah. And, you know, he can't like, get one shot. Yeah. Oh. He is acceptable to outwit, but, I mean, you're not going to outwit anything useful, probably, right? Because if you <laughs> outwit my prob, well, then I'll just pick perplex and up it for a better chance. 
Um, if you outwit my poison, if we're back to back, then I'll just roll to outwit and outwit your outwit, and then be up. Right. On, so like, be he's... up on the outwit game. I, I didn't get outwitted one time on Lockjaw in a regional and a super Q or a mega super Q just because like, okay, you outwitted me because you're not going to outwit him to hit him. Right. Right. Like most people don't try to hit it. So you're not going to outwit Lockjaw to hit him. So you're going to try to outwit a support power. Well, that's fine because he, he'll just had to pick something else and then roll onto a completely different dial. You know, or, oh, I, I outweigh your hypersonic speed. That's cool. I'm going to pick this, and now I have running shot pulse wave. Yeah, and he can also pick <laughs> Flurry, which, you know, a lot of people don't do. But, like, let's say you're playing him with Unimine. You can just pick Flurry, use Unimine's perplexes to perplex up his attack and his damage by one, and then, like, run over and, like, smack another Unimine, hit him two different instances for four damage apiece, put him on his stop. Cl- I mean, there's just so many things you can potentially well, do with three, him. three, but, yeah. But yeah, I mean he he's a good piece. He's got a lot of We love him because he's really good. <laughs> no, for sure, 100 100%. So what do you do with him against Darwin, right? And I said this time and time again. You just push to click 2 and you stay there and you just you just be happy with six clicks of running shot pulse wave and prob every turn. <laughs> right, yeah, like oh no. That's what I did. Uh, Randy had a, and then, a dark he have, when I played him, and I just kept locked on, on both ways. No, he just he got super no. no, he just got an oh. 18. I mean, no you, defense, but at the same time, I mean... You know what's he, fun, though, is that, too, you can just, at, at that point level, right, you can just push him through his dial, and then hopefully by the time you get one, two... Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten turns into the game, you should have been able. To, you should have been able to kill Darwin. Now I'm counting resting turns here. Um, right. Then you know. Then you're able to freely pick powers, or you got to remember that Lockjaw can just be healed normally. So at any point you don't like the click number that you die, landed on, you can pick Regen and Regen back up. Or he can call out his uh, good buddy Wolverine off an ID, right? <laughs> and then so, heal I mean... up one click. So, so being on click two uh, with a token, pushing to click three to call out Wolverine, then heal back up to click two for prob. That's that's badass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, he's a bad little borker. Um, bork, bork, bork. <laughs> so, um, so there's Lockjaw in a nutshell. That's why we love Lockjaw. And, I mean, there's really not much more to that than that, right? Uh, and and I would say that this is super important. I'm getting, I get a lot of questions about Nat so far. You've <coughs> got to put these teams on the table. You've got to put these pieces on the table and practice with them. At least mm-hmm. proxy them. At least proxy them and try to play it with proxies or whatever, you know, right. just to figure it out. Rock yeah. online. Yeah. Man, percent there are people looking for Nats practice all the time on the Discord server for Rock Online. Yeah, Constantly, you, you like can twenty get, messages a day. You can get you can get practice twenty four hours a day if you want to at this point. And with some of the best players in the world. A hundred percent. So I think the the next thing was you know, and I really thought about this. You know, I think I covered Cosmic well enough on the last episode. Um, 
and group, group flora lockjaw and unimine let's go yeah and uh, so to add to that worm trey lane um the new the new chases right photon main force tiger main force moon dragon main force uh, all have stop clicks yeah unseen main uh, main force that's a fringe piece um you know those are all your new stuff your group all that's good stuff um uh, is going to be your top tier uh, pieces there. Um, so on sealed prep, you know I I've racked my brain on sealed prep, and I tried to do better uh, in preparation for today's episode than PJ's article on Majestics. Um, so I, I'm going to take a page and defer to just a the solid sealed prep for Nats and just say go read PJ's article on Majestics. There you go. I mean, I'm not gonna try to reinvent his wheel. Uh his wheel is solid advice. Just on a side note, here's what I'll say about sealed and, and just in sealed in general is I mean a lot of it is luck of the draw on what you pull um, certainly some pieces are going to be better than others, but if you just pull bad packs, then you're just going to have a rough day. That's all there is to it. Right. Do, do not underestimate her. <laughs> yeah. Gamora, Gamora's fantastic. Drax is a rare. He's really good. Um, if you get super rare Quasar, sweet, um, entities, decent at, you know, his 250 point click. Um, but you, I think you can only play them at a hundred or two hundred points or lower, right? At the at the nationals they've declared for sealed. No, at sealed you can play them at higher, but the BRs he's limited to two hundred. Okay, okay. So, so yeah, I mean to me, sealed's probably going to be the team. Um, and this is not a slight to them, but if a good team of players pools like Eternity, Chronos. Living Tribunal, uh, maybe Thanos, a Thanos, uh, a Chase, and something else with ten plus range. Uh, they should win because within right. that you're going to get a Gamora, you're going to get a her, you're going to get uh, uh, one of the other many great pieces. Right? The, the you, Drax, yeah, you got a the, chance at a Quasar, a, Dwar- a Drax. Um, you know, any of the pieces that have gems on them are pretty much good. Any of the ones that have any of the gems built in to where when they die, another character gets to take over the gem. Um, I mean, here's the thing, right, is that for Sealed, if you're going to be top, um, it's luck of the draw, right? But beyond luck of the draw, you got to go to the Realms Evidence thread. You've got to read everything. you got to be familiar with the pieces. You need to play with combinations of pieces. You need to... Uh, buy a bunch of sealed product typically or at least watch all of the unboxing videos that you can um, and see what comes in packs and take notes and build theoretical teams from there. So, Fair enough. Anything to add to that, Dave? Oh, I was going to say the best ever sealed practice that you can get is to like buy some like, if you're local, like, if all three of your players or whatever are local, man, go out, split a brick, 
freaking drafted out or whatever and just practice against each other with these pieces. Get right. good with these pieces. So what I would if say, you, what I, so Dave, the only side note I would add is that that is super awesome, and that's about the most solid way you can do it. But right. what, what you got to remember at Nats is they take bricks and bricks and bricks and dump them in a box. So the collation for a brick for this sealed is is not even close. Because they're not giving you six boosters out of a brick. They're giving you six boosters out of a box that they've dumped you could, in. Right. And you could literally pull, like, if you're on teams, I mean, each of you gets two packs. Each of you could, theoretically, if you just got God hand, you could pull, like, a super rare and a chase you know, in each of your packs or whatever, or, right. or two and like, super if, if rare good, colossal like If a team with good players pulls really well, there's almost no beating them. Right. So, I mean, let's be fair. Uh, props to our lucky dice folks, but they pulled five super rares in a chase. That's pretty pretty if, strong. If, pretty freaking strong. If Easton, Howard, and Warren can't win Team Worlds with that, then the rest of us have no chance ever. <laughs> True that. I mean, so I mean, major props, but like you said, it is luck of the draw. Right, right. Um, so take a take a rabbit's foot with you. Take your lucky coin. Um, if you got, you know, your special socks, your grandma got you when you were two that you've never washed because they were lucky for you that one time. Stick them in your back pocket. Any kind of good luck charm you can grab your hands on, just take that shit with you. I mean, I, I'd still I'd still do what I recommended because any time behind the wheel of the pieces. Yeah, no, it, you it only to, benefits you. Yeah, you definitely have to play with the pieces too. I mean, that's a hundred percent right. But if you got those lucky charms on you, man, you're going to be rolling five sixes all day. You're going to be rolling like tens and through twelves on your attack rolls. I mean, you might. Zach, be would you say that they're always after your lucky charms? They're always after me, lucky <laughs> charms. Um. All right, guys. Uh, let's hop into our questions. We answered Aries' question. Drew Warren answers. Which Colossals and Instawind have pulled, not because you played it, but because it's heavy enough. When you throw it to knock out your opponent, then you get to call him out for stalling, being unconscious. Uh, oh, whale more. Yeah. Whale the, more, for sure. Yeah, the whales are the obvious answer, um, but I was thinking about being more pissed off. Um, the Living Tribunal, I think you could stab somebody uh, with that one. Yeah, he's got a nice dark shape design. You could probably like dark <laughs> him into your opponent's forehead, mm-hmm. like you know, hands. He first. said, "Knock them out, not murder them." <laughs> oh, I don't know. It depends on how mad you are. Like, I was thinking, like, well, more is if you're mad. Living Tribunals, if you're murderous. Um, like, if you get a Groot, he's a good one to throw. He's nice and heavy, but you, do you really want to throw, like, a $60 Groot at somebody else just in case you miss? And then I, like, was, I, was, thinking, I was thinking that if you just wanted to, you know, uh, KO yourself because you uh, pulled two Doom Buggies, you can just eat one of the Doom Buggies whole and choke on it. Right. That's also an option. Um, <laughs> how about, uh, how you about knocking nobody spot? out with a Doom Buggy? A spot on the show for anybody who knocks out somebody with a Tony Stark car. Oh, man. <laughs> or a Spider-Mobile, for that matter. A Spider-Buggy. Right. Spider-Buggy. Yeah, I mean, we don't want to talk about what Jason's done with a Spider-Buggy. Hey, oh, man. God. That man's, got an, that man's got an insatiable lust for the Spider-Man and the Spider-Man <laughs> family. Oh, God, his whole family. All right, Spider-Ham included. Oh, boy. 
Um, Jesse Cote, game elements you tested for this meta and specifically why they failed. Um, you know, that's probably more of a question because you guys haven't really tested with me for Nats. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot, there's this, I don't even know how to answer this one. Nothing has failed, Jesse. Everything has its spot, um, I think, right? Whether it's been... I'm going to say this, though. Goblin King, I know he's done well at some of the WKOs and stuff, and I've played him to a certain extent, but uh, three, 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 three things in general that you got to remember. Um, Storm ID, Iceman ID, and Lockjaw, because all of them can pick Pulse Wave, and Pulse Wave just wrecks his day. Bork, 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 bork. So be careful about playing Goblin King. If you were going to try to solo Goblin King at World or Nationals, I would suggest against it. Right. He'd be a lot harder without the Supreme Intelligence, too. Yeah. Because yeah. then you have to add something else to the team that's not a lot of points, but still gives up points. Right. Probably, so my, uh, probably Carnage at 10 points, I would say, is your next best option, maybe. Yeah. But. My uh, my. Just so you know, whenever I pulse wave with uh, Lockjaw, I go, Borky, Bork, Bork, Bork. And whenever I pulse wave with Storm, I go by the winds of the northern plains. There you go. And uh, Iceman doesn't oh, really make man. it. Iceman doesn't really make any noise because I don't think that he would actually make any noise with freezing water. It'd probably just sound like an ice machine. And I can't really. You can't really make an ice machine noise like. Also, anybody who is thinking about playing Peace Machine, um, Storm one hit KOs Peace Machine. Just pulse waves and right to death. Yeah, if you can get the setup for the single target pulse wave. Um, yeah. You know, I am not a fan of the Peace Machine builds at all, mainly because it helps me, and it's not Oh, yeah, Night- if you're playing Unimind, yeah. And it's not Nighthawk, so I can get in high enough attack value to where I'm hitting. Like, as long as I can hit you and do damage, I will chew through your team. Welcome to the Book of the Skull days. <laughs> Now, now, peace I'm only machine doing damage, but by God, I ain't missing. Peace machine with like a mirror of mycelage on him, maybe, maybe doable, but you're still getting pulse wave. No, like, stop it, yeah. stop it. The mirror is crap. Yeah, we stop are. We don't. We don't. We don't recommend the me, mirror, Zach. Me, me, and, me and Dan despise the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, uh, if you can, roll, if you can just roll above threes all day, you can run them both. You could run. Yeah, that was, and that was great for you, Dave, until I, or Zach, until I called out uh, Nightwing and busted on the first try without even thinking about it. Yeah, rolled that, <laughs> rolled that hot two, and just there Thanks it went. For the seven points, jackass. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice seven points you got over there. Be ashamed if you rolled a fucking two. I mean, I wouldn't mind paying seven points for it if it were up. If you had to KO my piece to get it. But, like, if I just roll shitty one time and I give you seven points for rolling one die shitty one time, that pisses me off. Yeah. Um, so, Zach, your first part of your question is you already mentioned that you were going to cover the topic I'm most curious about, best partner for Unimind, not named Lockjaw. Uh, so we did cover that on the last episode quite uh, thoroughly. Uh, I'll run through them again real quick. Uh, it's title cap. Um... Moon Dragon chase Star Fox on the main force. Um, pretty much anything with cosmic. If it's not cosmic, 
probably like a red leader or um title deadpool might be a okay substitution for nighthawk not nearly as good but he's still got that uh minus two plot where and he's a better attacker than nighthawk you just have to pick the right turns if you pick the wrong turn one time, that could be a really bad day. Yeah, you'd need to practice with title Deadpool a good amount before feeling, I would feel like, comfortable to play him at Nationals with uh, Uni, but yeah. just my input on that. Whoever you got to pay, kill, or blow to get a lockjaw, get a lockjaw. Yeah. <laughs> Either of the, any of the three. Just I, I, can't, I can't recommend the kill part, but what was the other one? I mean, kill, sell, kill. Sell. <laughs> pay, kill, or blow. <laughs> I sell, can't really admit <laughs> I can't sell really make them in that market, one. Maybe. Sell organs on the black market, you know. You don't really need <laughs> two kidneys. I mean, you can live with one if you're healthy enough. Right. I mean, totally. Just cut back on the drinking. Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then you could buy other stuff on top of the logjaw. Don't give all your kidney money away for one piece. I mean, right. Yeah, I mean, good exactly. Luck. You older fellows already had your kids. Testicles are like thirty grand on the black market. Oh, bam! Yeah, that'll get I you. I contemplated it. That'll get you, you a case of hot jaws. Yeah, all <laughs> right. Whole slew of them. <laughs> I'm definitely pre-ordering a crap ton of the Batman set coming out soon. <laughs> um, Kurt Thomas asks, "Is there a control to?" Oh no, hold on! I don't want to miss the second part of Zach's question here. Sorry. Uh, which Clickstoff member would win in a cage match if Lockjaw was on the line? I, I'm gonna have to say Dan because it would. Well, I don't know. We might all gang together to take you down, like you know, kind yeah, of like in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, like we'll have to, we'll we'll have to throw to. you out first, and then we'll fight it out amongst the rest of us. You can't throw me right. out though; it's a cage. That's true. I don't know. It'd be pretty rough mm. against Dan in a cage match. Somebody might have to like Roman Reigns spear you through the cage, and <laughs> you know, be about the only only. Of course, Dan, Dan will rough. land first, even though Zach totally did. Yeah, That's then the right. ref would say that you won first, and you'd be like, what the <laughs> hell? Get out of here. Uh, I think Jason, though, would definitely have the drive, because he, uh, he doesn't have one yet. That's true, yeah. yeah. Jason will or have... Lane. It just depends on if it's Lane or Senor Queso who shows Lane, up right. that day. Senor Queso's a high flyer, man. He'd be putting it all on the line, you know. Just he knows Lucha Libre. Top of the cage, doing flip twists, Hurricane Ranas. <laughs> See, here's what would probably actually happen. We'd all be too busy fighting, and Jeremy Snollings would just sneak out and climb over the cage while we were all busy punching each other. We'd be like, really? Really, Jeremy? He's like, what, man? It's a wind condition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just walks out the door of the cage. Right, yeah, he just opens the door and walks out while we're all, like, you know, in fisticuffs. Sam oh, wouldn't even be in there. She'd just be on the outside talking about how we're all idiots. Right. She's just be like, look at these idiots. She wouldn't be wrong. Just petting her petting her lockjaw on the right. outside. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, you know how you get a lockjaw? You win one at a WKO, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. Kurt Thomas, is there a control tempo team that could make a splash, maybe using Professor X? Um, you know, I, I think this ties in with uh, Scott's question, would be title cap, best teams. Um, I find him really important but hard to break. Uh, what are title cap tricks? Example, Dr. Midnighter. So I think that a control team could be good um, with, you know, with that Professor X that you mentioned, with Title Strange, um, with a bunch of in cap. Um, 
I think the problem is is that you can't get there first. All those things that you just mentioned, Title Cap, Dr. Midnighter, um, Title Cap himself even, Professor X, all those things get one-shotted or shredded to death. Uh, a tempo team doesn't care about... Uh, shredders don't care about tempo because they're sidestepping every turn. And they're just in your <clears> face. <throat> they just stay in your face. Yeah. Spider shuffle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so the the answer is uh, Scott and Kurt, the, the, title, the title cap tricks is that there isn't any because most everything gets shredded or shot. Now the only the only way I would say that might be viable is if you can somehow figure out some kind of a team with like title cap, two of the green lanterns that like get to make free barriers. No, and too like, much barrier, dumb. I mean, you're just like <laughs> I mean, literally, you have to like essentially out barrier your opponent out of the game, and then just pick your shots and score little points. But then if you end up losing one, or somebody comes across and smashes your title cap with a colossus with like a heavy object or something then you just like you're kind of you're kind of just done like yeah you're done yeah it's it right or even if their colossal comes across right or you miss you miss what you miss their colossal mr colossal yeah yeah. and then and then you got a starter up in your face swinging over your walls if you're not indoor and just whatever he doesn't care yeah I, i just don't think it's viable i mean i can't um I can't recommend in good conscience any of those things for nationals. So, barrier's boring. Fight. Yeah, barrier. <laughs> I'm sorry, but barrier, barrier is boring. You know, if you mess up, you you lose. And I've done it. Right, I've done it. I've played barrier. I had eight squares of barrier every turn, and I messed up once and I lost. It cost me an entire tournament. It's it's rough. That's why I said with barrier. I mean, literally, you lose like one game. It's just it is what it is. Right. I mean, and, and it gets exhausting because you play it all day long. I was so t- you I was it. I was so tired. Right. Like, what's the thing? Like, you're only die. You, you you can't outrun me because you're only die tired. Yeah. So that was the thing, right? I wanted to play barrier. I played barrier all day, and at the end of the day, I just died tired. Yeah, it's, you can run, but you only die tired. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Jay Solomon, what do you think is the fringy piece of the moment? Oh, hey, hey, we oh. missed the uh, boneless wings. Oh, you know what? Let's answer Jay first, then we'll go back to boneless wings. Okay. Uh, what do you think is the most fringy piece of the moment? My call would be unseen, and I would agree with you. Uh, Chris Smotherman mentions the title characters from the Star Trek set. Uh, I totally agree with that as well. Um... I think Fringe, I would say guaranteed spot on the show if you can win Nats with a Klingon or Starfleet name theme team. <laughs> like a permanent spot. Like, I'll just give up my spot and you can have it. Now you're not allowed to retire, Dave. <laughs> um, so, uh, Kurt Thomas also asked, are boneless rings really chicken wings, or are they chicken tenders? And David Stockman says, or are they nuggets? My answer is, do we really care? Because we're just going to eat them either way. There you go. They're chicken. They're... I mean, I personally prefer bone-in wings just as a preference, because I know that it's, you know, not just like particle meat, and it's a little healthier for you by a margin. But, uh... 
personal preference, I think, on that mainly. So, I agree. Um, Sam Powell, a quite wonderful person, asked, is there a combo... Hey, I know, is, I know that girl. Is there a combo of old her. meta and new meta that you are anxious to see played uh, this weekend uh, would, or would even be shocked to see not played or played? Uh, that's a lot of a question. I would be shocked if I seen stop-click Iron Man's and Caps. I would be shocked if I did not see a single Unimind at this weekend's tournament. That's never going to happen. <laughs> well, that's I would never going to happen. That's... I would be shocked and slightly appalled. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can guarantee you that there's going to be at least one. So. There you go. <laughs> I want someone to illegally play Green Arrow from the Trinity War Gravity Feet off an ID card. Yeah, I would allow it. <laughs> right. I would it's not be, the chase. Stop bitching. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would be surprised if someone played um, the skull ship. Ooh. See, yeah, I mean, I, that would be kind of out of nowhere. Um, I wouldn't totally see that. One thing that I would be like kind of excited if somebody played, but uh, very surprised would be if they played like Chase Green Lantern. With his twenty D and in, invincible up top, it don't matter how big shredders. your D is, you're going to get hit. Hey, you know, <laughs> it can last several turns though before that D gets tapped. Sometimes. Um, Lane Miller asks, should a person run their Nats team in qualifiers or keep that a surprise? Uh, I played my Nats and Worlds teams in qualifiers last year, and it didn't make a big difference. Uh, Howard it's also. Actually- Howard also played his award-winning team in qualifiers. I don't think it matters. It's good practice to play against other players that are top players because a lot of guys will actually tell you mistakes you made after the game. PJ's really good about it. Um, You know, Dan will do it too. He'll be like, hey, did you know you could have done this on this turn or that on that turn? Just keep that in mind for future games. Um, I'd say, honestly, um, you know, if especially if you've got a play group that's not super meta anyway, and like your biggest meta, you know, um, practice or, or biggest meta challenges are going to be at a super queue um, against other meta players. Like, I would definitely suggest playing it at least one, if not more, just to get practice with it and yeah. learn learn stuff. Yeah. So, Alex Coos, can you talk more about qualifiers and how they work? Um, so, you're going to go in for national qualifiers. You're going to be in a pod of eight people. You basically have to win a top eight. Uh, winner gets enough points to qualify for Nats. Second place gets half the number of points to qualify. The lower ones also get points as well. Um, how many uh, should decent players expect to have to play in to make qualifications? Uh, I just had to play in one last year, and I won it. Uh, but I would say you should be able to get second in two of them back-to-back. Um, should you run different teams and qualifiers to beat most of the crowd, then switch teams before going against any of the bigger names and nationals? No, we just covered that one. Uh, there you have it. Pretty simple answer. Uh... Lucas Tom Van Hollen, win world champion pool, get the recognition he deserves. Uh, he did get second place in the um, qualifier this weekend, uh, the Majestics uh, Super Q, uh, but meh. 
I feel like the biggest problem with those pull pieces, and honestly, I could see Venom pull maybe getting some play now that some things have rotated around. I mean, Shredders is just rough against them, though. But uh, the the uh, the panels just aren't strong enough. I feel like like they just. I mean. Yeah, I mean the the play with Champion Pool is you play him with Bizarro Green Arrow, you give him the Combat Reflexes panel. He's a twenty one D. Somebody's going to come up in Hypersonic and hit that though. But my thing Pool, is this: he's going to get the recognition he deserves because we just mentioned him on the show. There you go. Hell yeah! <laughs> recognition uh, he deserves. Tyler Spees is uh, title cap still a viable meta pick? Uh, probably not. Um. Edward Shelton. Um, so I don't know if Edward's asking this question because he wants to know our answer or he just wants to know to plan against Unimind because he's not playing Unimind. Um, <laughs> so I've got my eyes on you, Ed. And a moment of silence, that was me staring the, at your profile what's, picture. What's, what's the question? <laughs> uh, what, what map, what what map, map? is a must-have for Unimind? So this is my, this is always my advice. For any meta team, and this is especially true for Unimind. Um, so you want something closed up, something wide open, something that's a counter to a team you expect to see played. Uh, your closed up map, Star Trek Underground. Your wide open map, uh, Roller Sports Wing. Arena. Sports Arena, Roller Wing, Genosha, something along those lines. <laughs> um, Maybe the uh, Thor. You, did you hear what you just did? What did Roller I say? Wiener. You said Sports Awena Wolderwink. Yeah. <laughs> Elmo Fudd here. It's late. Dan's tired. He's it's late. It's morning. late. I'm tired. I got to get up early. I'm not trying to answer this quickly. I did prep an answer for this one. That's why I'm already got it. Um, so, and, this and then, the, real quick, in response to this, and it depends on what you're playing, but uh, like you said, it's always good to have a mix of maps, but especially against particularly Unimind. Maps that have a lot of uh, elevated terrain or a lot of blocking terrain are good at Fuggle and Unimind, but nothing really just straight up stops him. He can adapt to almost any map in any situation. Yep, exactly. And Drew Warren... He's too good. And then uh, to round out our questions for tonight, Drew Warren, with Rock Age, should Arcade's Arena be legal? You know, you've asked this question before, and, and honestly, as much as I love you, Drew... I am never going to support Rock Age maps being legal. Once they retire, they retire. There's Except two... for Rock Age tournaments. No, no, not even in a Rock Age tournament. Here's the thing. The WizKids never had a ban list for all of Rock Age maps. You had things mm-hmm. like Atlantis that were legal. Uh, both of them, right? The Throne Room and the, the Big Wide Open one. Mm-hmm. Um, both of those were legal in WizKids events. WizKids did not have a ban list until recently. There are other maps with orange rules that are detrimental to the game that did not make it through the ban list. Uh, it's too much to go through. It's too much for. It's too much to ask a new player that wants to go to a Rock Age tourney to be able to prep and buy a map from Superman. And just because you love arcade does not mean that arcades arena should be legal. I, I'm sorry. That's my honest answer. I'm not trying to be harsh. But from a, and from, see, and from, I, I from fall a, on the other side. I think you. Should, I think that just like they have done with pieces in Rock Age, I think anything from Superman set and up 
And, uh, you know, I think they should go through and they should get the maps that are not friendly to the play environment and get rid of them and then just let everything else be, But here's the you thing, know, Rock, good Age, to go. Rock Age Limited, the only thing that's banned is Faust. <clears throat> For Pat's tournaments, he's doing something different. So, okay. So, the, an- the answer is, is it's no. The, the, the maps that are that old are super hard to get. Uh, your newer players not going to be able to get to them. The point of this whole thing is to expand and get new players. And just from that perspective alone, the the maps are too hard to get. And I would I would never support Rock Age maps being legal. On a side note, copycat should totally be banned in Rock Age Limited. But re- either way, <laughs> right. now here's the thing, right? Like if if nobody takes my suggestion and Rock Age maps become legal. Uh, get ready to go to Ryu Mountain and sit there while I shoot you. <laughs> that might be one that gets banned. I mean, they can ban a few of them. I mean, no. like the moon, the moon map or whatever from AVX might be a good one to like. If you was gonna ban, ban that one. You know what's fun? Hits with no way out. I I agree with mostly with Dan. Um, unless they like really did some super extensive work on what they approved and what they didn't. Um, because. You know, like like Dan was saying, how many of the maps are newer players who never... I mean, <laughs> how many of you can get Bizarro World from Superman uh, right it, now? So to be honest, like, <laughs> to be honest, Dave, like, I know the pieces from Superman set. I don't even know that map. Yeah, it's, that map is awesome, but... It's, it's I, just I, a whole bunch of... It's just a whole bunch of elevations and all kinds of random order and, like, with no logical sense. Like right. there's a three, but, there's like a there's like a four next to a one, and a three next to a four, and it's a, like rooftops of a building. But anyway, yeah. but yeah, I agree with that. But I will say, however, I would love to play King Sharks on uh, the Atlantis map. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, no, hundred percent. So let's uh, let's go round table for final thoughts today, Zach. Final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. Unimine plus Lockjaw equals good, already known. But, I mean, that's just, I think, the team to, to play slash to beat at Nationals. Dave, final thoughts. Uh, good luck this weekend to you and Sam. Thanks so much. Um, good luck, man, and yeah, Sam. And with as late as this episode's up, I'm probably going to have it out Saturday night. So I'm going to take it with me and upload it. Um, but, no, final thoughts. Um I'm looking forward to PJ's event this weekend. It's going to be a crazy one-week meta. Uh, going to play some things that are retiring, get one more ride on them, um, and uh, look forward to seeing everybody at Nationals. Uh, feel free to post up questions if you got any more questions about National Prep. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to Clickstaff, and we'll talk to you all next time. Bork!